Listener Production. Warm, enjoyable and chock full of nuts. Just like a sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Pinch and punch, Matt, for the first day of the month. And happy to be the first day of April. Can't forget White Rabbit. White Rabbit means what? Don't you remember that? You say like White white Rabbit, no returns. No, I think only the chin lock uh, is the thing that (laughs) immunises you from such things. Really? I thought that if you say White Rabbit, no returns... So we all know the well-known sayings, pinch punch, first day of the month, and yep. white rabbits. They are said mm. to bring people luck if you say them on the first day of the month before midday. So what's the thing to stop the smoke coming at you from a campfire? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, hope you're well. No pranks for you today, which is good stuff. Although Volkswagen have uh, got into the mix. I mean, uh, there's no point in trying this year because Volkswagen, Matt, got in a few days ago saying that they're changing their name to Volkswagen with a T, as in V-O-L-T-S wagon, a rebranding to underscore its commitment to electric vehicles. Um, it then confirmed it was not real in the spirit of April Fool's Day. <sighs> it came out a bit you early. You know, I love... I just love how brands think we care. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is no offence to that particular brand because so many brands do it. They're like... Oh, my God, the public is going to get a real kick if we start <laughs> calling ourselves... It's like, no, we don't care. I don't care. Call yourself whatever the hell you want. Well, we're talking about it, but the fact that we are means that we're also reminding you of the fact that they were fined massively for <laughs> evading emissions laws in Europe. So, um, good I'm having a bit of a fun, though. Having a bit of fun whilst also polluting the earth. Now, our big show today, very excited, Matt O'Kind. Thursday means that Australia just heals that little bit because the partners of this country come together to apologise to their better halves and also show just how much better they are. Um, it's the National Partner Apology Hotline and I reckon we should get straight into it, shall we? Yeah, let's jump in. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, it's that time of the week, Alex Tyson, where <clears throat> I owe someone an apology. Uh, it is. It is the Thursday before a long weekend, and it's best to, you know, make smooth everything over, particularly if you're going to have four days of, um, you know, holidays and fun times. You want to you yeah. get you want to get right straight away. And uh, over the weekend, Sophia was being incredibly cute, was uh, walking into the cupboard, closing the door, pretending she wasn't there, and then walking out again saying hello as if she was, like, just <laughs> walking into the room. Very, very cute. We were both lying in bed, me and Belinda. It was like Sunday morning. Yep. Sophia would, then she'd say bye-bye, and then she'd walk back into the cupboard and close it. And we could see her little eye and sometimes even a little curl of hair sticking out in between the door. And then she'd walk through and go, hello. And it was really <laughs> very funny. And Belle wanted to take a video of it, so she's holding the phone up. And I saw her put it onto video. Yep. Right? Then I see her press the button, but it goes to photo. Right? right instead a little of recording. Sp- Instead of recording, it goes to photo. So I'm thinking, oh, she must not want to do the video. She wants to take a photo. And the whole time, Sophia's doing this, and I'm like, come on, take a photo, Belle. It's really, really cute. And then finally, Belle takes a photo and then looks at her phone and goes, oh, my God, I wasn't recording. And I was like, oh, I didn't think you wanted to record. And she's like, of course I wanted to record. You saw it? Why didn't you tell me I wasn't recording? And I'm like, I didn't know you wanted to record. I thought you wanted to take a photo. 
<laughs> so I'm sorry, Belinda, for not letting you know that you weren't recording, even though I didn't know that you wanted to record. Well, fair enough, Matt O'Kine. And, <laughs> and sorry is the, the first and best thing you can say in that such situation. And it seems like a few of you have apologies to make this week as well. Please always send them to us at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Uh, we, we'd love a voice memo, your name, where you're from, and what you're apologizing for, because the best one each week, Matt O'Kine, gets an all-day breakfast robe. Yep. And the second best apology, other than the word sorry, is he's a very comfy robe. <laughs> that, that says sorry like there's no tomorrow, but there is a tomorrow. And we're not going to be on tomorrow. It's called Friday. We're not going <laughs> to be here because it's a good Friday. So let's get our apologies out and about before the weekend hits. Hi, this is Bill from the Lockie Valley, and I'd like to apologise to my wife for doing the mowing. I mowed when it was still sort of raining. I thought it was going to continue raining, and now there's mud everywhere in the front yard. And if I had have looked at the forecast I would have noticed that it's meant to be sunny for the next couple of days and I'm standing outside now and it is sunny at the moment. So maybe I should have left it another day. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Hey, guys, Shane here from Victor Harbour. Just uh, ringing in to apologise to my wife, Amy. On the weekend, we were just making some breakfast together and when I went to... Uh, to get some butter out of the tub, the brand new tub, I will admit, uh, there were crumbs and Vegemite all over the top. I may have overreacted, blown up, carried on like a child, some would say. The kids thought this was hilarious, but apparently you didn't. Um, so this is me apologising, but not really. <laughs> Hey, I'm Darcy from South Melbourne. I want to apologise to my beautiful girlfriend, Jane, for always pulling her fingers and insisting on cracking them. I only have 10 and you know how much I enjoy it. And with you there, that makes 20 fingers to crack. I know you hate getting your fingers cracked, but I'm not going to stop. But I hope this apology means something to you. Love you. G'day, Matt and Alex, Ross from Wodonga. Look, I need to apologise to my dear wife, Grindogs. Sorry for inviting my dickhead brothers and friends to our house when we had a one-year-old and you were heavily pregnant with our second child. Sorry for giving you four children, four little boys that are all motorcycle mad and mountain bike mad. Sorry for calling you Grindogs in public when you're a grown mother of four boys. And probably mostly sorry for buying you running socks for every Christmas and birthday for the last little while. And then me stealing them and wearing them. And my poorly manicured toenails blow out the end of your socks so you can't wear them anymore. Sorry, Grindogs. Love ya. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, Alex no. Dyson. Well. The men of Australia. You absolute turkeys. I think. You know what you need to do? Mm. All of yous. All of yous. Put a bib on and get goblin, okay? Because <laughs> you are not good enough. 
All right. We need to give away a robe. Um, I was leaning towards Darcy with a knuckle crack because that's awful. Um, don't do that, Darcy. Um, assuming that his partner is, you know, fine with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, yeah. you'd have to assume. Yeah. There's going to, I think currently Darcy getting away with it and it's playful, but I would stop now before you get a wrap on the knuckles. All right, mate. Um, but Ross from Wodonga, it sounds like grin dogs. You've been saving up some apologies for a while. Yeah, mate, you got a lot to apologise for. You could have spread that over out over a few weeks. And, and- a mum of four needs to be comfortable. So this yep. is going to grin dogs, okay? <laughs> I want to, and, and none, no, don't get any of your mountain biking and motorcycle dirt all over it, okay? This is a pristine white robe and we need to keep it that way. Exactly. So don't go borrowing it. Ross, like you do Grindogs' socks, okay, blowing it out with your shank of a toenail, <laughs> all right, you grub. Next, Matt and Alex merch is a bunch of clippers, all right, because a few of you need a, need a little filing down. So anyway, um, thank you, everyone, for submitting, matt.n.alex, if you'd like to do it, and uh, hopefully next week, Matt O'Kine, uh, we can help heal a few more relationships. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Okay, Matt O'Kine, let's get stuck into a chat with a very incredible content creator who joins us here. You may know him from his radio work, from his comedy work, from his social media, from guessing the colours of paint. You may have even purchased some merchandise from him, which has some energy, which I think the world needs at the moment. He's just put out a book. It's called... Leave Me Alone, a memoir of me, myself, and Trish. Christian Hull, welcome to All Day Breakfast. Oh, thanks for having me. Don't forget Grinder. I'm a frequent, <laughs> a lot of people will know me from Grinder. What's the, do uh, they? have you got your face in the profile? Because sometimes you know, they're not in there. But do you know what? Like, I don't, I send full nudes with my face in them. Do you? Yeah, like I've got to, sorry, we're jumping straight into it, aren't we? <laughs> I'm so we sorry. We may as well. That's the Grinder way. Do you do it because you've, <laughs> is it like, is it, you know, have you got, uh, <laughs> An imp- impressive. Around. Do you want well, them? Is that what you're hinting? Yeah. At? <laughs> Do you have any on you right now that you could pass on? Do I have any? I have like a. <laughs> I have a secret folder just with countless nudes. So but many. why did you? Why I just? I, I just mean, I'm care. surprised. That's all. I don't care. It's good that you don't care. You're not. You're not worried about Look, that. I've always had the mentality, and how much of a wanker does this make me sound? Like, because I'm so famous, like. Um, I'm got to be happy if these get leaked. So I always send a nude and go, would I be okay if the Daily Mail did a story? And so I heavily filter them, high angles. Yep. There's a whole section in this book on how to take a great nude, which I feel like <laughs> straight guys need a lot of help with because you tend to go underneath uh, said appendage. A, a lot of underneath? Oh, that's yeah, a go, bad angle. Yeah, it's a horrible angle. You've I mean, go I, I've, only need, I've only seen it from that angle when I'm checking something, <laughs> but um, it's not. <laughs> It's a bad angle. It's not a great angle. Um, why, why, it, why do you think people do it from that low? I, I mean, I've, I've never taken it, a nude, so I don't know the, can, the mentality. To make it look a, a lot bigger. But you're oh, actually right. just, you're showcasing just not the greatest parts of the body. And if you have a gut, it really shows the gut. Oh, do you? I mean, but aren't you a bit annoyed that this hasn't become news? Like, I'd be a little bit annoyed if I <laughs> if I was sending heaps of nudes and no one mm. cared. Like, like, the Daily Mail didn't write about I mean, it. There's a part of me that goes, they're nudes are blatant lies. Like everything looks way bigger in my nudes than in real life. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, come on. Have, leak you, them. have you got I've, the fish eye? Leak it. 
Um, uh, yes, I've definitely done fisheye. Yep. I also travel with, um, you know, those like, adjustable tripods with the yeah. baby legs and you can adjust them on the blinds up high and then I do self-timer. Like, I'm a real professional. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Well, it's well, one of many tips you can get yes. from Christian's book, uh, Leave Me Alone. Tell us about the writing of this. So you're professional taking nudes. How are you as an author? Of uh, crafting the written word. Um, terrible. I needed a lot of help in the <laughs> what, end. The publishers what? really thought that, well, I had to have a, a, an editor. But mm. I basically. Well, old I, books do. This one very heavily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I, started, I started writing it about four years ago as a form of therapy. What was the first story that when you thought, I'm going to write a book, mm. this story has to go into it? What was it? Oh, I don't have a great answer because it's all naff because I was in a really emotional point in my life mm. that I just wanted to remember my childhood because I have a beautiful family. We're very close. We all get along. And I was like literally just writing out um, stories about my mum and dad and my brothers and because I've got triplet brothers, so it's hectic as you know, all hell. Are they identical triplets? Can you have identical triplets? Yes. So two are identical, one isn't. So it was two right. eggs, one splits in half, bang, bang, boom. I had three brothers and it was that was an adjustment. And are you one of the two? No, so I'm the eldest. So oh, I have right. three brothers. So as a five-year-old, I was I I was told re- relentlessly that mum was bringing home three. But as you're seeing parents just come home with one, I was just we're just going to get one. Oh my god, I'm getting a brother. So then when three came back, I distinctly remember as a five-year-old going, "Oh, it's like a pick and mix, you know, like we'll pick. <laughs> it's a buffet. You, we try before you buy." And I remember at one point, I think I was seven or eight, going. God, this is really dragged out. When do we get to make the choice? <laughs> oh, right. So <laughs> it took me so long to be like, oh, this is. They're this, all staying. They're all staying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that they did. They're a lot of fun. They, they're like my older brothers. They give me a lot of is, like life advice. Is there, because I mean, you know, twins, very close, identical twins, all the identical twins mm-hmm. I know, just so, so close. Yes. Is there some like you know, secret community for triplets out there that you guys, you know, or the, the triplets stay in touch with people or is there something that they, or is the third, the non-identical one feel a little bit left out or oh, what? God, I get asked this question all the time because Adrian's the one that doesn't, is non-identical. And it was like, oh, poor Amy. So he gets more gifts. He gets a lot more attention. He gets a lot more love. <laughs> now he is so polar opposite to Nick and Tim who are identical. They are the same person. They are exactly as all twins are, like, they think something and they don't even need to communicate it and mm. they know what each other is thinking. And so everyone has was really, oh, poor Amy, he must be so good. He's like the <laughs> arsehole of the, of the group. So <laughs> we hate the fact that he gets more attention than all of us. Oh, well, shout out to Amy there. Um, let's jump into TikTok because I've dipped the, the toe in the water struggling, what? Christian. What, what do you but mean, you struggling? have mastered the arts of this new platform. So, I mean, I'm going to go home and test out your nude theories now, but can you also pass on a little bit of TikTok theory? Wouldn't recommend that on TikTok. Um, <laughs> this is the real dumb thing. Like, and I love that I went viral for guessing paint colours. I don't know if you've seen. So there's a function on TikTok where you can duet one and you basically watch it. And I would watch the paint being made, like a Bunnings, you know. Mm. They want blue, so a bit of yellow. I don't know. How do you make blue? How do you make blue? A bit of... I red, think blue. Red, red, I think no, blue, blue is a prime colour, isn't it? Prime colour. Wow, I it's green. A lot. Yellow and blue is green. <laughs> okay, so and you know the shards of colour come down, and then you got to guess them. Clearly, yep. I'm terrible at it, but <laughs> I I made a few TikToks and it it blew up like mm. insane. Like, but it's it's watching paint dry. You know, <laughs> I wish I could tell you what the formula is, but it's it's I don't I don't know. <laughs> TikTok's weird. What was it like when you first went viral? Were you like? 
Where, where were you when you noticed like this? This shit is kicking off. Well, it was really well timed. I think it was just a stroke of genius because Donald Trump had just had his shitty chat with Joe Biden, and it was a poor. Like everyone was like, "Oh my god, the world's going to end." And so a lot of, it blew up in the States and a lot of people were like, oh, we need to be distracted. We need mindless content. (laughs) And so so the paint video blew up and one of a reporter from Vox tweeted it and then it just got shared everywhere and then I was like, oh, I better do some more. And so I started to do more than I had Ellen call. <gasps> I had um, That's Tosh.0 call. Wait, did you? You didn't have Ellen actually call, did you? You had an assistant call? Okay, we don't need to look into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had just a really, sure. really junior producer who'd never met Ellen before <laughs> do, a, do a vet screening. Um, but that doesn't sound as fun. And did you go on the show? <laughs> Again, you don't need to press me any further. No, I didn't. Um, I took one call and was like, God, this is boring. Um, but it, it sort of, it really took off from there. Mm. And it's, uh, most of the, because con- I'm very dramatic um, and most of my dramatic content, like eating caramel, that went viral. It's eating cho- a fat person eating chocolate. Who, who would want to watch that? Folding a T-shirt? Mm. I, do you know there's a folding machine device? It's, it's just a piece of plastic. And you just go, Ugh. Uh, oh, this is weird. Uh, and then the shirt is folded. And then uh, yeah, we should say yeah, that he's Christian is making the motions of folding <laughs> like, a shirt in there. And um, I we I, hope I did. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making other motions with my hands. Um, and then that blew up in the states, and I was on Good Morning America for that. They were uh, so what the hell, man. You just got to do mindless, boring shit, and it does really well. That is my advice. What's well, amazing? Because I, I, I found it like even with like apps like Clubhouse coming out, the TikTok mm. and the Twitter's still in the mix. You check the numbers in the morning, then I've got the Facebook. As someone who's been able to make a living off these apps, mm. are you getting a, one of those things that a lot of people seem to be doing, which is you, you're just mindlessly like opening and you're feeling that little bit of anxiety, like what's up next? What do I need to do next? Is it is it taking a little bit of, yeah. you know, is it a bit of a niggle in, yeah, in there? Yeah, there is. It's definitely like I've already got in my head, okay, I've got to go go back to the hotel now, I've got to post this, do this. There's so many different platforms. I really enjoy it. Um, so it's not a, like a burden, but mm. it's a, there's a lot. Like mm. every platform requires a different piece of content. It's only now, oh, far out, it's taking them forever. You know, IGTV's just becoming monetized. You know, I've been making no money off any of these platforms. Facebook, is I've had relative success. Like uh, November, December, I made... 10 grand just in advertising revenue. And that was from uh, mostly guessing, like five minute crafts. Whoa, that's that. So is that with an ad gets put on the front of your video? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. So the money comes from sponsorships. Yeah. So, you know, Officeworks will come and say, oh, I'll do a thing. And I'll be like, okay, that's $7,000. And that's where the money has come from. And can we combine that with the revenue you're no doubt going to make from OnlyFans too with all of these <laughs> nudes? Like, I cannot tell you. That's why I want the nudes leaked. As soon as they're leaked, I'm going to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, use that momentum, the free publicity first up Are and you away guys, you go. Like, not on it, but do you use OnlyFans? We no, we tried to, try to and get start on one, but unfortunately, we do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt I had a Merkin. Anyways, look, it's a long story. <laughs> That's for another interview. Okay. Look, Christian. <laughs> but um, Christian, look, it's it's incredible the work that you're doing. You've got the you've got the f off shop as well, where you're selling, um, you know, key rings, phone pendants, grips, all with the words f off on them, pendants, you know, which are going. Bonkers. Um, you've got all your social medias, Christian Hull. Uh, you've got the book. 
uh, Leave Me Alone, a memoir of me, myself, and Tris, which is available right now if you want to get it. And you've got a uh, and you've got a live show happening next week. Yeah, that's terrifying. Back in the live arena. I can't wait. I mean, I'm I'm shooting myself a bit, but I it's so scary. But as soon as you get up on stage, I mean, you know, it's it's. It's such a, it's a rush and it's been two years since I've done it. So. Yeah, and so, so it would exciting, be so man. different from doing that sort of really one-on-one social media type of content. Suddenly you're in the room yeah. with all of well, these people. It's that live feedback that fuels you. Mm. And so it's also when you bomb, like... <laughs> oh yeah, my God, you I, get to oh. see the actual frown face. Yeah. Not, yeah, instead not of like, like, oh, like, oh, that video oh. didn't have as many views as the other video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. This, this audience oh. had a lot more booze than the other one. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Christian, thanks very much. Good luck with it. Congrats on the new book. And, uh, yeah, good luck with the shows. I'll see you next time. Oh, thanks for having me. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Dear, oh, dear. It is time to pull the old rat dog out of the back shed. All right. Make sure there's petrol in the engine and grab that little ropey pull thing that you got to yank to. I'm trying to make it a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, analogy. So, um, no, I see what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? With. I do I'm know what you're I'm trying to like with. make, you know, when you like mm. get something started, you got to go. Because that's what, that's what you are when you turn into rant dog. That's just it. Just you know, a ruthless grass chopper. You just chop things down. That's absolutely right, Matt O'Kine. This is the time uh, where we do change ourselves a little bit. Uh, we do transform into something that we're most of the time not, and that is nice, polite people who reckon you should do whatever you want in the world. Do you know what, Alex Dyson? I used to be in a TV show called H2O, okay, five episodes from the years 2006 to 2008. And uh, oh, we go back to an analogy. Laurie the Dolphin Trainer. But the, the three main characters of that show, okay, were actually... You know, they, they looked like regular humans when they were just walking around in, you know, most of public. Get a little bit of water on them. <laughs> they turn into beautiful mermaids, okay? Now you, the complete, it's almost the opposite, okay? Get splashed with a little bit of a, of a controversial statement, right? <laughs> and you turn into an absolutely rabid dog. Absolutely right. Uh, it is the segment rant, dog. We do have a little bit of a rant, but as Matt says, something needs to to spark me. And uh, we ask you to send us a voice memo of something that's really annoying you at the moment to um, drop that little bit of water on my skin after midnight. And Holly has done such. She has a topic which is really starting to, you know, piss her off a little bit. And so um, let's have a listen to what's been happening. And... You know, if this is controversial enough, someone could be telling it like it is in a moment. But let's let's see. Let's see what Holly has to say. What's up, rat dong? Sorry, I mean rant dog. <laughs> Just wondering what the hell is up with small cups? You go to someone's house, you ask for a glass of water, and they give you a tiny cup. If I'm that thirsty and I want a drink, I want it to be like in a pint that you stole from the pub. Small cups should be banned. Whoa. Small cups should be banned. Oh, I mean, <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, well, Matt, 
I think it's time that we we really talk turkey here because, you know, as a 32-year-old man, I am not going to be coming out and having a dig at cup sizes, oh. all right? Okay, saying small cups should be banned because all cups have some good qualities, okay? All mm. cups can be half full. And that's the way I choose to look at the world. Cups can also be refilled, you know? So the smallest cup, you could get a shot glass, you take enough shots, you're hydrated. Likewise, a big cup, all right, fill it up an eighth of the way if you need. It's no skin off my teeth, all right? You know what? You know what, buddy? Cups should be banned, mate. What? Melbourne cups. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. You see, I was going to go here. The red because if you, shaking. Holly, want to ban a cup, <laughs> why don't you ban a cup that contributes to misery? Whether it's animals, whether it's humans who are addicted to gambling, right? You want to ban a, talk to me about banning cups. You don't want to be stealing a pint glass for the pub. You want to be stealing a bloody Melbourne cup, put your little gloves on, make sure it doesn't get smudged, steal that, have a drink out of that one, right? That'll hydrate you with the blood of horses. <laughs> Go on. So I want bloody Melbourne cup, all right? Bring out the screens and, buddy, shoot this race so we don't have to put up with it anymore. And instead, we can wear funny things on our heads at some other events where we don't need to be, you know, profiteering off all these other things and also, um, also egg cups suck. I hate them. <laughs> Get rid of them too. You want to ban a cup, Holly? Why don't you start there, Okay. I think that's about all I got. Oh, <laughs> mate, I feel like you've 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 run three thousand two hundred meters. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah. We've, uh, wow. Get yourself a cup of water. All right, because you are parched. Yeah, it's a nice big pint. Yeah, that time of the week again, Alex Dyson, where we get to the end and we realise there's a few little Chinese takeaway containers in the <laughs> fridge filled with some very tasty morsels of goodness. And these are just, sometimes you look in the leftovers, you know, tub in the fridge and someone's been having a pick at the good bits and you've just got like saucy noodles with no vegetables. But I got to tell you, today's leftovers, nice and chunky. Yep, starting with, uh, I chat about mouse mobs. Um, Alex has texted in and she says... Well, this is, uh, this is about because this week there's a mouse plague going on uh, in Western New yes. South Wales. And so we had a little bit of a, uh, little bit of a squeak about that and um, Al- put up a bit of stuff for Alex. Alex said, when I was working at the Vancouver 2010 Winter Olympics, all right, it was a terrible year for snow and the crew at Cypress Mountain were panicking about the lack of fluffy white pow-pow for the snowboarding events. Uh, in particular, ensuring it looked aesthetically pleasing to the millions of people watching it around the world. Okay, that, that's quite a dilemma I can imagine, Alex Dyson, for oh, that to be happening. You want you'd, that. You'd be bloody panicking. Oh, Winter Olympics, no snow. Yeah, you, that, that's the moist. That's, that's worse than when I've been to certain fried chicken shops and they've run out of chicken. Or you, you go to a Matt O'Kind comedy show and there's no jokes. Okay, okay. <laughs> come on. Now... Yeah, Alex says, after all, this is a world-class event. The organisers decided to use hay to line the ground, shoveling the snow on top. Clever. Propping everything up. This is the equivalent of putting the old chicken fillets in the bra. <laughs> anyway. It's the Winter Olympics <laughs> equivalent 
of patting the <laughs> patting the cups. Um, the organisers they use hay, propping up everything a few inches, giving it the appearance of winter wonderland. Enter the mouse mob, a huge plague of mice descend on the hill, burying themselves into the hay and causing chaos among spectators and athletes alike. Yikes! <laughs> oh well. Oh man, they'd have mouse a good mobs. old time under there. Um, now, Amy also texted in, said, "Hey, can uh, can hey team, can Matt please enlighten us on his thoughts on maths this year? I'm missing math, Matt's reality TV chat. Yeah, look, I'm not gonna lie, I've been watching. Been watching a bit of maths. Well, I, I dropped I, off I, after I do- um." Cameron and Jules, you know, they, they were the only ones worth watching. Oh, get with only, the time, Only sensible man. people out there. Look, I'll tell you that um, I'm not going to talk about uh, – uh, look, I, I'm going to be positive, okay, because I've got some negative things to say about it. It's too long for this segment, all right? They're leftovers. They don't need to be charred, burnt <laughs> from my grill. Yep. Um, Patrick and Belinda, they're my favourite couple. There you go. That's They're cute. That's I it. I like them. I like them. You're not giving me any. I have not watched it, so I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, they're my favourites. I want them to win, even though you can't win. (laughs) Love is the winner, but I want them to win. Has anyone poured drinks on heads yet this season? Oh, there's a couple of turkeys going around. Anyways, (laughs) all right. Honestly, Elise has also messaged us saying that the show nailed it. Is using the Matt and Alex theme song for their music. It's messing with my head. It's just not right. Nailed it is this TV show about making cakes poorly. And Mm. this is them using our theme. We know that time is the greatest of essence. It's the the hardest part. part. Even with two of us, it's going to be hard. Yeah. And we have these golden baker's caps. No, it's you and the tiny cake. It's beautiful now. What's better? There it is. Yeah, no, they've, they've used a different part of the song. Ru- RuPaul Drag Race uses a different, same song as well, doesn't it? Well, this is RuPaul. Up next, Lawrence Cheney. Greetings. <laughs> so in your stand-up, you looked absolutely... Well, They're stealing having, our theme. Well, it's, I mean, I think maybe we're stealing their theme. Who knows? Well, who did it who, first? Who did do it first? Well, you know, the secret ingredient for, you know, why Matt and Alex sounds so much better than those other two. The other two sound really hollow and no good. Because yeah, we've got the best up? in the biz, Chris Marsh. He's sung backing vocals into it to beef it out. Have a listen to this. <laughs> The difference is yeah. I was trying to figure out what the what the X factor was. That's Marshy. What that secret <laughs> sauce was. Oh, Marshy, well done. Jake from Ogwog has also gotten in touch. This is with regards to when is a reflection caught you out. Um, and Jake, what happened in the photo that you were showing people at Big W? Uh, my wife was standing completely stark as in the background. <laughs> Why? What happened? Uh, I was shopping. And she texts me saying, can you pick up some of this foundation? Uh, the only thing was she was fresh out of the shower and took the snap, didn't think anything of it. She sent it to me. I said, yep, no worries. Went into the shop and couldn't find it. So I asked the uh, <laughs> the lady at the makeup department who said, yep, that should be fine. I'll just have a look out the back and walked away fairly quickly. And uh, then I was having a look myself and thought, I'll see if I can find it. And I look at the picture and realised my wife was absolutely starkest. <laughs> what in the in so there's so a close you, up of the bottle, and then in the background you can see a reflection of her just standing in the mirror nude. Yeah, completely. Oh yikes! <laughs> well, there was. Did you address of, it with the with the lady who went to look for it at all? I 
didn't stick around long enough to find out if she found any because uh, <laughs> I just hightailed out of there. <laughs> Wowzers just left. Well, at least there was uh, a lot of flesh to match the tone for the foundation. <laughs> Gave them a fighting chance. All right, thank you so much for that one, Jake. We'll catch you later. See you, mate. And we'll see you later because this is the end of another thrilling instalment of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. How about this for the marshy? Love it, Marshy. That's why it's the best, the best version of the theme. Screw you, nailed it, and RuPaul. Yeah, I bet they're really... I bet, I bet RuPaul's really copping some heat for that. Oh, they're <laughs> shivering in their boots. Um, anyway, thank you very much for joining us. Hit us up at Alex. Uh, if you want to get in touch. Yeah, because today is the final all-day breakfast until next Tuesday. We've got some specials for you after the Easter long weekend. So, um, look, I know it's going to be tough. We're going to get through it together. And, uh, yeah, we'll be saying good day to you come Tuesday next week. But enjoy the time off. You doing anything uh, really nice, Matt O'Kine? I literally cannot tell you whether I'm doing anything because I had plans to visit what is now a hot spot. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> so I hope everyone looks out after themselves. Look out for each other. Please stay safe. Stay out of trouble. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.